listening to the Save the Marriage podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. One of the things I really like about doing the podcast is I get to kind of have a pulse on where things are going with you. And the way I do that is by asking you to submit suggestions for topics for the podcast. I haven't done that for a while because I've had so many uh, topics that have come in in the past. And so sometimes I'm reading emails from people and those emails give me the impetus for a podcast. So let me just say right off the top, if you have an idea for a podcast, something you would like to hear about, you can send me an email at podcast at savethemarriage.com. That's podcast at savethemarriage.com. Now, let me be very clear. When I say that, I'm not suggesting you send me all of your background information. I'm not looking for you to ask me for coaching through a podcast because the podcast is listened to people literally by people literally around the world. There are people on every continent that are listening to this podcast, and because of that, I'm not trying to answer your situation. That might require coaching or another process, but I'm looking for your overall interest, your questions. Which brings us to this week's podcast, because this week's podcast came from an email I received, and I, I said that I would answer it to the person, but I wanted to do it in, an, in a podcast because I think it's a, a worthwhile question and something that some people might be thinking. So by taking out any of the identifying information, I'm just giving you the paragraph uh, that is here that the person wrote me. This person says, it seems like every aspect of your system, your book, and what I'm hearing in your podcast is about being a nice, respectable person. And he says, well, I'm a guy. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. My confidence has been pretty shaken lately. I think most people in this situation, male or female, can attest to the fact that this can really shake your confidence. And so uh, this writer is right where everybody is. So back to his letter, you say, and I can't help but think to myself, If I keep being a nice guy and being this respectable, accountable, with validation and et cetera, I'll just look like a nice guy. And isn't, and this is the important part, isn't there scientific studies showing that women want nothing to do romantically and sexually with the nice guys? Does this play a factor in your system for men? Or, And I would say a lot of women ask the same thing. Are you just saying that I need to be a polite woman? And so it's the same question, both sides. Does your system, when followed by men, create loss of respect from their spouse because they seem to be nice? Okay, first let me tell you that there is a a plethora of research on why people are initially, initially sexually aroused by somebody. And there is the mystery, right? There's the allure of somebody who's kind of the tough guy. We all know that idea for some people, right? There are some people who are attracted to kind of the bad boy, bad girl type originally. (laughs) And that's the thing. That's at a point when you're going from neutral to attraction, when you're going from no interest to interest in somebody. So neutral to attraction, So what this question is, and I've heard it from men and women, is don't you think maybe I ought to be not so nice? Don't you think maybe I ought to find a strategy where I'm not being nice and maybe even playing hard to get? So let me put that in another way. Do you think it would work better if I was a little bit more of a jerk? That, I mean, that, that really is boiling down, right? Because if I'm suggesting, by the way, I don't believe that's what I boil it down to, but if I were to be suggesting that you be nice, 
would you think that if it's not working, that the better idea is to be a jerk, to be not nice, to be rude, to be playing hard get to get how to be playing games? Now, this is the thing. Your spouse has likely shifted and your relationship has likely shifted to anger and resentment, not to from neutral. You know, you're not starting at a neutral place. I rarely find that when situations are at a point where the marriage is in crisis, that people are looking at each other going, yeah, I'm pretty neutral. You know, it's like I don't even know you. Now, they may say, I don't even know who you've become, but they say it out of anger. It's not from a neutral place. And so if you're trying to create some attraction, you know, let's say you dial it back and you're single and you say, you know, I want to be more interesting. You might find an angle to be interesting, but I would still, and this is probably more from my own belief in humans, I would still suggest that being nice is not a bad thing. Maybe you want to have some mystery there. Maybe you want to be a little harder to get not quite so available if you're trying to get the person's attention right off the bat. But that's not the game we're playing. That's not what we're trying to do here. I believe with all of my heart that civility is always, always, always the basis for moving forward in a relationship. Incivility, not being nice, being uncivil, is where you've been in many ways when you've been making digs at each other and trying to control each other perhaps and expressing your frustration with each other and stomping around and arguing and all of the things that usually happens before you even get to the place of feeling somewhat empty about that. So we happen to know that most of the time when people enter into my program, they've already been less than civil with each other. And so part of my suggestion to be nice is to begin to rebuild from a place of civility. That that's the starting point, not the ending point, but that's the starting point. When connection is missing, whenever you start trying to play, you know, whatever it is, the not so nice person or the hard to get person, what it feels like is just more distance and more anger. What it feels like to the other person is, well, it's the same old stuff I've been getting. There's nothing new here. In fact, that's one of the reasons that people, that spouses are not willing to move forward in their work on the relationship because they don't see that there's been any change. And so suddenly, if you decide that you're going to play a game, that you're going to play distance, that you're going to play hard to get, all that feels to the other person is like distance and anger. And so then at that point, they're saying, well, what's the point? So let me make another observation here. Being a nice guy or gal is not the same as being a pushover. In fact, one of the things that I'm very clear about is that you need to figure out how to stand for yourself in gentle, loving ways, not to be pushed over. Many times I'll say to people who are involved in the legal process, look, this is not about you allowing yourself to be taken advantage of because you think that will win you points in the relationship. You have to protect yourself in the legal process. You have to stand up for yourself in a relationship, but you don't have to be a jerk about it. In fact, I believe that is so important that in the primary module of my Save the Marriage system, I have a whole section on how to set boundaries. Boundaries 
or how you say no to somebody and how you say you cannot treat me that way. So a lot of times, I think in our culture, we've got this idea, we've got this Mr. Nice Guy or Mr. Nice Gal who just, or Mrs. Nice Gal who allows themselves to just be a pushover. That to me is not the same as what I suggest in being civil. I believe you can always decide on how you're going to treat somebody and always decide on how you're going to show them respect. I'm of the belief that you can always be loving towards somebody and always be respectful of somebody no matter how they act. It's a choice. They don't have to win your love. They don't have to win your respect. You can choose to be loving and you can choose to be respectful. Those are actions you can choose to do. So I want to be very clear here that the nice guy, nice gal is not about a lack of boundaries. A lack of boundaries is when you're a pushover. If you don't stand up for yourself, if you don't allow yourself to stand up straight and say, I deserve to be treated well, then you become a pushover. That's not the same. It's also a, a question of clarity, of knowing what you're trying to get to. What is your goal? What's your intention? How are you trying to move forward? If you don't know those things, then it's easy to be a pushover because if you don't know where you're headed, any direction can be the right choice until you begin to think about consequences. So you want to be aware of the consequences that you may need to set out if you don't want to play nice guy, nice gal. If you want to set boundaries, for instance, let's say you decide that it's time for you to set a boundary that your spouse can't do X, Y, or Z can't contact an affair partner or, or, or can't be angry with you and, and call you words or anything else. Recognize that you can set parameters around that, but there could be consequences. For instance, if you say, I will not continue in this relationship if you continue to communicate with this other person, you may have just created a necessary out for yourself that you might not want. Because if you don't follow through, it's not about being a nice guy, nice gal. It is at that point about being a pushover. If you set a boundary and you say, this is not okay, recognize that you have to be ready for the consequences if they violate that boundary. Just part of the process. And so being aware of the potential boundaries is very important or the potential consequences of your boundaries is very important. To be really willing and prepared to take those consequences or not to put them out. In other trainings, I've talked about ultimatums. An ultimatum is when you say, you may not do this or I will leave. And then they do that. You've got to be prepared to leave at that point. You can say, I don't want you to do that. I'm asking you to have no contact with this person. In fact, that's a piece of the puzzle that I have in the system of how you confront somebody. I've also got it in my book, Recovering from the Affair. How do you confront the other person, the spouse, or the other person, and say, I want you to stop this. There is a formula for that. And here's the interesting thing. You can do it nicely. You don't have to be threatening. You don't have to be hostile. You can say it in a very civil way. And that's where I think the difference is. Sometimes we have confused that we might have to do something that's tough with it being mean, and we don't have to do it in a mean way. So part of what I'm saying here is that there is way more to this puzzle than just being a nice, nice guy or a nice gal. It's not about being a nice, just a, being a nice person. 
And it's certainly not about being a pushover. However, if the goal is to build connection, then it makes sense that you would start with a base level of civility. That it would make sense that you would start with ways that you will react and respond with calmness, with respect, with love, so that you can build the connection back. Most of the time, probably upwards of 90% of the time, anger has begun to eat away at the foundations of the relationship. And if you continue responding in ways that can look like anger to your spouse, all you're showing is nothing has changed in this process. So to answer this question, no, my program is not all about being a nice person. Yes, I think you should be a nice person. I tend to think that the world is a better place when we all are nice people, that our morals and our values show up when we are nice people, not pushovers. But we can always do the same thing. If you've ever had a conversation with somebody where you're trying to get them to help you, maybe it's a customer service person or or maybe somebody at a store or a restaurant, we all can recognize that it's a lot easier to do that and get the help you need and get what you want from that when you do it in a kind, respectful way than when you do it in a demanding, hateful way. You might really get what you want in some ways, (laughs) but have paid the price along the way. And it's the same with your spouse. Playing tough, playing mean, rarely feels like connection. Being nice, being civil, being respectful creates a ground floor. That means even when your spouse is not reacting in nice, respectful, kind ways, you still choose to be acting in nice, respectful, kind ways so that there's a beginning point to this process. You don't have to equate being nice with being a pushover. If you've done that, you've missed the fact that what I'm trying to get people to do is to step up and be responsible and truly show up for life, even if that requires setting boundaries and clarifying where you want to get to. So to answer the question, no, it's not about being a nice person. And yes, you can still be that nice person as you continue to work to save your marriage. Now, if that raised questions for you and you say, I don't know how to do those things, that's the heart of the Save the Marriage system. In fact, if you're sitting there going, I need help with my boundaries, it's part of the Save the Marriage system, as are a number of other pieces like how you heal the anger and resentment. A whole module is devoted to how you work through that. What if they're resisting? What if your spouse is resisting the efforts that you make? Well, I've got a down and dirty guide that gives you some ways of dealing with that, but doing it in a nice way. Down and dirty isn't scrapping in the the schoolyard. It's about finding some strategies to begin working in ways that might get past your spouse's defenses. But always when we're doing that, we do that with love and respect so that your spouse can see that there's another possibility in your relationship. If you think that might be something that's helpful for you, I hope you'll grab my Save the Marriage system. You can find that at savethemarriage.com. That's savethemarriage.com. Otherwise, I wish you the best as you work to save your relationship. You've been listening to Save the Marriage podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.